0: Radio 2015-42, the devastating earthquake in Turkey and Syria has reportedly killed over 40,000 people. Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan has called it the disaster of the century. We now speak to senior SABC reporter Christelda Lewis, who is currently in Turkey. Good afternoon to you, Christella. We hope you're safe. Good to have you on the show.
1: Thank you very much, Glenn, and indeed we are safe.
0: Yeah, okay, fantastic. So how long have you been in there for, and, you know, what's the situation like on the ground?
1: Well, Glenn, we've been here for uh, a little over a week now with mm. uh, aid organization, the Gift of the Givers. You would know that they sent a specialized team here to assist this country yeah. with uh, the rescue operation. And uh, just to bring you up to speed... Uh, just a few moments ago, we are in Ankara at the moment, yes. uh, and we just met with uh, South Africa's ambassador uh, to Turkey here in Ankara, tipo Duba. and she just briefed us uh, as the media that is here with the gift of the givers that um, there are no known South Africans who were killed or injured in uh, this uh, recent Turkey Syria uh, uh, earthquake. Mm. And indeed uh, you speak about the death toll uh, you know as a result of this catastrophe. It's now nearing 42,000. Mm. So we continue to see the death toll uh, increase. This as uh, you know, uh, rescuers continue to dig through the rubble in the hope of trying to find people alive. Mm. Uh, but of course, uh, you know they're bringing up uh, bodies as well. Uh, but there have been those pockets of miracle stories. You know that uh, rescuers from South Africa, include, uh, with the gift of the Givers, have managed to uh, you know bring up. We're talking about. An 80-year-old woman mm. was brought up, you know, uh, hundreds and hundreds of, uh, you know, hours after uh, the earthquake itself had struck. And it was an absolute miracle. And at uh, the same evening, uh, just a stone throw away from where the 80-year-old woman was, uh, was rescued, uh, there was also an elderly man uh, with the assistance of the gift of the givers as well as other, uh, you know, rescuers managed to bring up an elderly man that same evening who was mm. also alive. So, uh, you know, the uh, embassy here in Ankara says uh, that um, no known South Africans uh, were killed or injured uh, in this earthquake. However, there are two South Africans mm. that are currently unaccounted for. Mm. They were lost in contact with a, a couple, a South African couple, about three days ago. Mm. They are believed to be in Mersin, which is about 300 kilometers from the disaster zone. Mm. They're still trying to see if they're not able to get hold of them but they've been unsuccessful at the stage. There are also four prisoners, uh, South African prisoners, who are serving time in jail here uh, in uh, uh, Turkey. Uh, that, those are the ones that South Africa knows about, you know. Mm-hmm. Also, Glenn, uh, while the situation remains dire, you know, uh, the givers of course, has, you know, very successfully with the rescue teams. just for the medical as well as rescuers, part of this operation... There have been, uh, you know, concerns about the rescue operation itself, you know, coming to an end. Mm. I'm not talking about the South African one, but uh, Turkey calling off the, um, the, the 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 rescue operation. Mm. Uh, South Africa says they don't believe that that should happen just as yet. It would be too early for that to happen because they believe that there is possibility that more people could be brought up, uh, you know, alive. Uh, these pockets of miracle stories that we have been telling... Uh, you know, certainly points to the possibility that anything could happen. And, you know, there could also be a possibility that that there might still be people uh, that are underground alive. But uh, a dire situation here, uh, Glenn, unlike anything I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. You know, the people of this country are really dealing women and children, men sleeping outside. They have nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. While I think currently the government struggles to deal with the issue of the rescue and recovery missions, Mm -hmm. you know, I think at this point, uh, would we'll be thinking far ahead for them to have to now look at where they're going to place these thousands of people that, mm. uh, you know, are now displaced as a result of this earthquake. But it's a dire, dire situation. But you do have, you know, rescue teams, like including from South Africa, from around the world, that have come here to assist, uh, you know, the provision of food, the provision of water, uh, those ba- basic necessities, you know, that they would need on a daily basis. Those are things that have been provided. But for how long... Uh, you know, this is a temporary measure. What then happens in the long run? It's going to take a very long time for this country to pick up the pieces. We're talking about billions in dollars in terms of infrastructure that has been uh, destroyed. People have lost everything, you know, in terms of the way forward of what's going to happen. That is unclear, but I think at this point, this country is still dealing with the rescue and recovery mission. That is the main aim at this stage. And I guess at a later stage, what we saw before we left hatai City which was one of the areas that was, um, you know, worst hit. That was one of the areas where we really saw, you know, uh, streets and streets of collapsed buildings. You know, there was even a concern at some point, you know, as rescuers were trying to go in. These buildings that have not completely collapsed, That they're, they're so unstable mm. that it is very difficult for rescuers to go in. It's a very, 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 very frightening situation. And I mean, Glenn, when we were here, you know... Uh, you could the tremors, you could still feel the tremors, you know, as mm. you were sleeping, you could feel the tremors. There's, there's still some concern, you know, about what's going to happen next. Mm. So a very frightening experience, but less of more for us, but more for what happens to the people of this country. How are they going to pick up the piece of absolute devastation and grief? Yeah, must be very
0: mm. uncomfortable being indoors and sleeping at night.
1: Not even indoors, uh, again. Uh, in fact, we were at the Hatai Stadium, mm. which is in this area. You know, that's uh, one of the worst yet. And, uh, you know, we were camping outside. Uh, so you could directly feel the tremors, you know, mm. just sleeping in a tent outside. Uh, but I think overall, you know, the main aim was that team that was brought here, uh, with the, the team, was to provide that kind of assistance to these people who've lost everything. They have nowhere to go. They have nowhere to sleep. They have nothing to eat. Apart from, of course, these, uh, uh, you know, these good Samaritans who come from all around the world to come in assist, you know, uh, in providing all of this. But for how long is that going to happen? Mm. I mean, we've pulled out of Hatay City at the moment. We've got to return to South Africa en route uh, to Istanbul. We're actually on route to Istanbul uh, from, Ankara, from Ankara at the moment. We're leaving Ankara just after this interview we conducted with the ambassador just to get a sense of, you know, what South Africa's stance is also a crucial point again uh, 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 before uh, you let me go is that you know there's also concern about you know the rescue mission itself you know being called off South Africa says they don't think that that should happen at this stage they believe that it should go on for a bit longer because of these pockets of miracles and stories that we've been telling of people who've managed to survive such a catastrophe how do you spend even close to a week underground without having food or water or warmth. It's freezing cold here, Glenn. Hmm. You know? So you really don't know uh, what the future is going to hold for this country. But, um, you know, the, the, the support from around the world has been incredible. But, you know, as we leave and pack up, we can only but hope what happens next for the people of this country.
0: So, Chriselda before I let you go, um, Banyana Banyana mm. arrived in Turkey this week for the Turkish yes. Women's Cup tournament. How, how have the officials justify the tournament going ahead in spite of recent events
1: you know glenn very interesting points that you make because uh, when we were with the ambassador just a few moments ago uh we asked them about this and they said no they're aware that banyana banyana uh will be in the country mm. uh, look istanbul where we're headed towards if you fly into istanbul You would never say, if you're not watching the television or Mm. if you're not watching the news, you would not be aware of what's going on in the areas that have been affected. So, yes, I understand that Banyana Banyana will be going to an area that has not been affected to camp Mm. before they play this match. However, there are concerns about what's going to happen next, because the tremors are continuing. Uh, We've experienced that multiple times, uh, sleeping on the floor, Uh, and, uh, you know, mentally, it's not just about kicking a ball. Look, I'm no soccer analyst, Glenn. I don't want to get into that domain. Mm-hmm. I'm a news reporter. However, I can only but imagine, before you play a soccer match, mentally, physically, the team, I'm sure, uh, consists of medics, which mm-hmm. includes those who make sure that they're psychologically ready to play a game or to participate in whatever uh, um, you, you know, sporting event. Uh, how is that going to fare for them psychologically? Because everything that we have seen has been completely destroyed. So yeah. whatever the, uh, the explanation is of the footballing fraternity who decided that Banyana Banyana should continue and come to uh, uh, Turkey at, uh, despite mm. uh, what has taken place, I guess they will have to answer. It would be great if you could get them onto your show. But I'm really hoping it stays well for them that uh, psychologically they'll be able to uh, you know, get through it but, of course, that concern lingers about uh, Vanyana Vanyana being here, yet, uh, you know, there's this, all of this that has taken place. And uh, Some might argue that perhaps they're going to be in a place that has not been affected. Uh, but, yes, there's a, the psychology of it all, of them knowing that they're coming to a country where there's been absolute devastation, mm. and uh, perhaps they would even get a glimpse of that.
0: Yeah, because I'm also thinking, you know, not only Banyana Banyana, but maybe if there's a Turkish team that is participating, surely some of the players yep. probably have relatives yep. or friends who've been affected by this, yes. by this uh, horrible, yes. yeah.
1: No, absolutely, Glenn. I mean, looking at it from both fronts, not just on the part of Banyana Banyana, mm. but looking at, uh, I think it's uh, Uzbekistan, if, yeah. I, if my memory serves me, one of those countries that. Mm. Uh, um, that uh, uh, Banyana Banyana is is playing with. I mean, whether you're not from, whether you're from Turkey or not, mm. to, but just by being here yeah. and looking at the devastation, I'm South African, the team that we're with here is South African, uh, none of our relatives are passed on mm. uh, in this devastation, but you can certainly feel psychologically, yeah. uh, there's nothing normal about us being here and experiencing what yeah. we are experiencing here. So, having to expect Teams to perform, uh, you know, under this current climate. Uh, the only thing that I can do is wish uh, the team the best of luck. But uh, I guess the South African uh, uh, soccer fraternity would need to answer uh, to that about why it was allowed to go ahead. Perhaps they've got their reasons, you know. I, I think, Glenn, that will be the next best thing that the producers can get on you know. Let's find out from them how is everyone doing. Are they okay? Hmm. Perhaps let's get the team on who are with the uh, Yeah, and let's hear what they have to say.
0: Thank you so much, Chriselda Lewis. Thank you so much for chatting to us this afternoon. Listen, all the best and be safe.
1: Thank you very much. Thanks, you. Thank all you. the best.
0: Thank you. Yeah, devastation there in in, in Turkey and, and, and Syria. Yeah, I mean, but also the, the Turkish government obviously has allowed for this tournament to go on. To go ahead. One would have expected them to cancel it because the they're dealing thing, with so much. Turkey pulled out. Oh, okay. And there's also Venezuela and Jordan that pulled out as well. But they still allow this tournament and to go, to go ahead. ahead. Why? It still doesn't make it's, sense. It's, eh? Yeah, no, it doesn't so make sense. With so much going on
1: in that country. And yeah. where are they going to stay? Because
0: also, well, I hear the, that uh, o- over a million people in Turkey are displaced currently. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And you heard from Criselda. I mean, streets upon streets of collapsed buildings. They were sleeping in tents.
0: Yeah, but the area that they're going to is, is, has, has not, not been affected by, oh, by the earthquake. By the earthquake. Mm-hmm. But still. the thing is, the country. Still, still, you know. Still, still. yeah. I know. Still, still. Not, this tournament should not be going on, you know. And uh, she's, uh, she, and rightfully she mentioned that you know, she's just not sure about the players. How are they feeling, hmm. you know? You must be nervous. You must be nervous. You must be nervous. Good, well, there are still tremors in Turkey right now. You must be nervous. Yeah, it's a very difficult one. It is five minutes to four. <laughs> we got you covered on 99.6 FM feel good music